breathe out of one nostril yeah we back baby we back we ain't 100 percent, but we back welcome back y'all this is words with ali i'm your host ali Steve. right this week's episode i'm gonna say some words on reality but more specifically perception now every day for a summer <laughs> No, I can't do that one, but, um, um, yeah, life, life has a way of changing if you change. Now, what I mean by that very simply is that your outlook and how you perceive things can drastically affect how your life goes. So for instance, I, 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 I still have negative thoughts here and there, but like for the most part, I, I, I'm no longer a negative person. Uh, I used to feel depressed all the time. Um, I, I'd always look at, especially with opportunities, I look at whatever could go wrong and then focused on that being the only possibility. And then more, more often than not, shit didn't go the way I wanted it to. You know, I ended up failing or I ended up, you know, screwing up and missing shit or not even trying to go after shit. And that's because I perceived the world as like, hey, I, I, I don't, I don't matter. Nothing, nothing I do would matter. Nothing I think about matters. I just felt like I was just here to observe. And being uh, an observer wasn't conducive to having an actual life. A life filled with experiences, you know, events, you know, deep, meaningful friendships, connections love like I, I literally felt like yeah I'm just a, a fucking just thing just walking around watching as other people live the lives I wanted to live and that was a terrible feeling and you know now of course I felt all of those things because I you know was dealing with bullying, grief, depression, anxiety, and all of those things compounded to color my life in this just drab, just fucking mute, just muteness. 
And, you know, of course, like, people didn't perceive me as how I felt because I was very good at hiding it. You know, people going, oh, he's, he's the funny dude, the comedian. This guy shows up everywhere he goes. He's like the life of the party. He's just fucking dope. But, you know, in reality, I was, you know, fucking suffering. I was in pain. I felt alone. Fuck, sometimes even now I still feel alone, but it's like not as bad as before. And yeah, fucking being able to change my mindset and look at things differently. You know, things that I thought were just burdensome and painful. I now look for like weightlifting. I love doing that. I used to hate doing it. I'm like, fuck, this sucks. My arms hurt. My legs hurt. My arms fell off. My legs fell off. My back fell off. <laughs> you know, and even even crying. Crying was something that I felt was a big weakness. I felt like if you cried, you know, it makes you vulnerable to get hurt even more. Because that was my experience. You know, I was a crybaby as a kid. I cried over, like, literally anything. <laughs> and, you know. And then, like, I spent years just never shedding a tear. Not one. Not when my friends died. Not when family members died. You know, and fuck. You know, I was, like, completely cut off that part of my emotional spectrum. And I suffered for it. And now I fucking bro, like literally sometimes I see a cute cat video and sometimes I'll just cry because it's, it's that cute. I'm like, wow, because like I never understood like why why people cry seeing cute shit. I'm like, it's just nice. It's nice. You see something so precious and and soft and, you know, innocent. And, you know, it just it just works up that feeling inside that emotion. Sometimes, you know, sometimes a nigga need to cry. It's all right. Cry, motherfucker. It's okay. Fuck up them tears, nigga. We gonna be all right. It's good. Because, you know, we're, as humans, we, we experience a range of complex emotions and feelings and denying ourselves part of that. And trying to experience life in this funnel. It really stunts you. So now I feel like. Even though I've been making strides and growth. I'm still you know behind in a sense. Like uh, a lot of the things that. I perceive to come easy to other people. Are still kind of difficult for me. And I guess this podcast is a way of me trying to overcome the biggest one is like me just talking because I'm I'm a very shy person. Although if you met me, you probably wouldn't think that. But yeah, I'm I'm a shy person and I don't like 
talking for the sake of talking. I like there to be, you know, a purpose, meaning. So I guess this podcast perfectly summed up the idea of me not only putting myself out there more, but maybe adding some value, at least for myself. Because I, I listen I listen back to every single episode. I go to sleep to it. <laughs> I fucking, yo, I crack myself up, yo, like straight up. I'm 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 pretty funny. But uh <laughs> But you know if you ask me if I try this like ten years ago, fuck no. If I'd fucking say anything remotely you know, nuanced about my life in any way, I wouldn't I wouldn't even Yeah, I wouldn't say shit. I'd I'd crack some jokes, but, like, yeah, you wouldn't know shit about me. And, you know, now, especially this year in particular, like, I've met so many new people and made so many new friends. And, like, I'm smiling right now saying this, but, like, it's all because... Of my own self-help book, uh, Ali Seawright, the the greatest writer of any book ever. Get it uh, this summer, 2023, is dropping along with everything else. Summer 2023, get my book. I help myself with my own book. That's how gangster I am. I self-helped myself, bitch. But <laughs> but but yeah yeah honestly, <laughs> just. Thinking, thinking things would be different, made things different. Hoping things would be different, made things different. It's the culmination of all these things. Everything positive that you can do, do it. I'm telling you from someone that you know, was suffering for a long time in silence. That those things, even if it's small, they add up. They all add up. Just even just talking to somebody once a week or something like that. Or journaling how you feel or saying something nice about yourself. All the things add up. It's a culminative, culminative, Kumakamale, Guacamole, Avocado, Free Shivakadu. I'm having a, a stroke. What's happening? Hey, uh, hey. Come and get, get your love. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I've been sick. <laughs> um... So I'm just I'm just feeling good that I'm feeling good right now or at least feeling better. My my throat's not a 100% ladies. Uh <laughs> Oh, I'm in trouble. Am I? No. Where is this going? What was I saying? Ah, uh, yes. Cumulative. All good things you can do for yourself have cumulative properties. That will change 
your reality. So if you're thinking and looking at your life as something that is negative or it's, you know, not going the way you think it should, just start adding some small stuff to do for yourself. You know, treat yourself. Because, you know, the, the person that's going to treat you the best is yourself. And if you try to find that in other people for yourself, if it goes missing, shit, you in big doo-doo. You sabi's a big poodoo now. Right, Annie? e e e e e <laughs> oh, it was a terrible Jar Jar Binks, but um, yeah. We we are our own masters of our reality, and divvying up the re- the responsibility to someone else or something else to govern what we determine for ourselves to be our reality will lead to not only confusion but suffering and also I I just want to talk some shit I just want to talk some shit right now low key 90 day fiance is a terrible fucking show I know it's kind of entertaining but it's a terrible fucking show A lot of the time these people are falling in love with this idea or whatever that's being given to them by people they don't know. Yeah, sure, you could talk to somebody online for however long, but like until you actually like meet a motherfucker and like get to like experience them in the flesh, there's no way you can truly know who they are. They could say whatever. And like, fuck, man, like. It breaks my heart seeing these people like they you could tell it's like they do. They wanted to work so bad. They wanted to work more than anything, but it's like they, they're not seeing what it's costing them. And it's worse yet when the other person clearly doesn't love them. And there's a lot of them. Like no love at all. And 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 then they had the audacity to do the ninety day fiance shit reverse where the I guess the American goes out to the other person's country to live life and, you know, be married and whatnot. And like Bruh, like what's the guy? The guy he's going to like what Columbia or some shit? And, like, he was, like, you can see the desperation on his face. He's like, I love you, baby. Tell me you love me, too. And she's like, eh. <laughs> I'm like, bruh. Bruh, you did not just move all the way over to a whole new country. Literally give up your friends and your family for eh? Like, bro, I wouldn't even leave my house for eh. Shit, I wouldn't even answer my phone for eh. 
And this motherfucker literally gave up his entire life. Everything he knew and loved. For this new love. With someone that he he only knew for however long. It's like, man. That is just dangerous. Because, like, I guess, yeah, I view marriage as, like, it's a permanent thing. It's not something that's like, eh, I'm kind of over this, you know, I'm, I'm done. Like, nah, marriage is like, yo, we for life. Till death do us part. So, like, if you're trying to get out of this shit, you're you going to have to, you know, run the ones. You're going to have to have a duel or some shit. One of us is dying. <laughs> oh, that's terrible to say, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, if you're going to marry someone, it has to be someone that you're compatible with, someone that you respect, someone that loves you, someone that you're willing to sacrifice for, someone that's willing to sacrifice for you. And, you know, and like something real, not just like an emotion that passes. Because emotions come and go all the time. And, you know, it's like you can't rely on that to make a lifetime decision. As much as a lot of people do. And that's why I feel like a lot of these marriages don't work out. Y'all motherfuckers just getting married and say, hey, we had a good weekend. You know what? I think I might, you know what? Let's do this for life. So, yeah, that was a pretty dope weekend. Yeah, we went to Vegas, ate a steak. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Right? Yeah, let's get married. And, like, and you know, they just fucking <laughs> do that. And then, like, three months later, it's like, I actually hate you more than any other human being I have ever met. Let's immediately get divorced. By the way, I, I am taking the Xbox. Um, no, you're not. It's mine. No, no, I am taking the Xbox. It's mine. Well, I play it more than you. No, you don't. I've been watching Bling Empire on Netflix all the time. That's not what it's for. I beg to differ. Listen, <laughs> what? I bought it, so I'm going to keep it. It was a birthday gift, you scumbag. It wasn't a gift. It was, f it was for the household. Uh, listen, it's mine. I'm keeping it. You got me all the way fucked up. If you think you're going to take my Xbox when a new season of Love is Blind is coming out. All right, buddy, you can talk to my lawyer. All right. All right. Well, I'll see you in court then. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see you in court. You're just like your one legged, illiterate father. What? Can't stand up for shit. And you never been able to read a room or please a woman. Bitch, what you say about my father? What you say about my father, bitch? Huh? He was a great man. He was a great man. Sure, he couldn't read, but he felt the words in his heart. The fuck? I hate you. I hate you. Yeah, yeah, keep crying. Where was all this energy for our marriage, Mr. 49 Seconds? It was three minutes and 13 seconds, and you notice. I had a big sandwich and I was working through a charlotte horse. You you can't you can't hold that against me. Yeah, we're not in the hyperbaric time chamber, buddy. <laughs> Don't ever fuck with my bling empire, bitch. Oh god. Was this all about the show?
Anna is my spirit animal, pussy. Get wrecked, noob. What? Emotional damage. What? Where did that even come from? Oh my god. Hey, yo, fuck him up, Sherry. <laughs> yeah, that took a dark turn there. But, um, yeah, marriage. Marriage is a serious thing. And I feel like a lot of these reality shows make it into a joke. Or at least not something that's not as lifelong as it should be. And, you know, that's reality for some folks. But, yeah. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's all all i had to say on that so yeah our perception of ourselves affects our reality and maybe if your reality isn't too good maybe you you gotta adjust your perception having gratitude changing your perspective on things being open and just generally, if you're nice, like, like I, I really think so. Like, if you're really nice, good shit just comes to you sometimes. You know, you don't even have to fucking, like, don't be nice for the sake of, like, having good shit come to you. But, I mean, like, I mean, generally speaking, like, nice people usually have good shit happen to them. Like, Karma. Karma's real, man. So yeah. I guess yeah. That's that's all all I got to say. So yeah, y'all take care. Buy my ebook. The physical copy drop in uh 2023 summertime. And it's going to be a bop. Yeah. And if you're feeling some type of way. Just know that a a new day is a new way. Where are you going with this? To shine? Do I understand what I'm saying? I think so. Do you though? Yep. Bro, that was a long ass pause, bro. Yeah, that's it. This feels chaotic as fuck. Why the fuck ain't you clapping yet, motherfucker? Yo, this man tripping. This is a great episode. Clap. Clap for what, man? What the fuck? Ungrateful motherfucker. Relax. See, that's why you don't get no bitches. Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm cutting that. Or should I leave it in? I'm leaving it in. All right. Take care, y'all. Peace.